everybody, what's up? I'm Sarah the Rebel. And I'm Miss Tamara. And, and this, this is, is Woman Up Podcast. If you're new here, this is a podcast where crazy cat ladies talk about geeky stuff like superhero movies and anything else we decide is geeky today. Uh, and then we're going to run down our favorite nerdy news as we do. And uh, from the week, or maybe before the week, we don't know. I think it's it was mostly, want. mostly this week. It's mostly this week, but sometimes we just like to, you know, Yellow. change it up, whatever. Uh, it's cool, it's cool. And then we do our chick picks, mm-hmm. and uh, then we're going to dive into our main topic. Yes, and for returning fans, welcome back. If you're listening to us on allgames.com or iTunes, hello future people. Um, you are probably just as future as anybody else, now that I think about it, since we don't do live shows anymore. We need a new term for you instead of future people. Uh, leave some comments of what you would like to be called <laughs> instead of future people. Erica Badu's. Oh my god, can we call them Erica Badu's? <laughs> Never mind, don't leave any comments, we have decided. <laughs> oh look, today we have a guest! Oh, hey guest! Hi! This is GK Bose, she's yep. gonna tell you a little bit about herself. Who are you? What are you doing on my couch? Hi, thank you, well, uh, I lo- I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm GK Bose. I am a voice actress uh, based in Los Angeles, and you may have heard me on uh, Minecraft and uh, Naruto, uh, a lot of Disney stuff. Oh, video games. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, da, da, da. You were Laura in Street Fighter. Thank you. Right? Yes, <laughs> Laura in Street Fighter, uh, Felicia in Marvel Marvel vs. Capcom. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, all kinds of stuff. Oh, I just narrated the uh, Disney Moana audio book. So excited! <laughs> In my it was, face excitement. Oh, it was just—it was such an honor to do that. And so, yeah, you can hear me um, on Pac-12 Networks and uh, selling you McDonald's and <laughs> Walmart and uh, like other commercials and stuff like that. That's really, really cool. Yeah. So, fun fact—the guy who let you into the house, Cap One, you guys know him. Uh, Maine's Laura in Street Fighter. That's the main Woo! character you play. So I was like, the voice actress is coming. He's like, fix my hair. Aww. Uh, so today uh, we are going to be talking about the best of 2016. And we're going to be sharing some of our picks. And of course, if you disagree with us, argue with us, yell at us, uh, call us names involving chickens only. That's You can call me any name you want, but you have to incorporate chickens into it for it to be allowed. Or fisher people in various languages. Oh yes, pescador. <laughs> Uh, so now it's time for Newsflash. While we're newsflashing, I'm also going to turn on a fan, because good lord, it got hot in here. Wee. Well, it's just, you know, us. We're we are very hot. hot. It's hot. not People, yes. anyone's fault. It's just how it is sometimes. We were born this way. <laughs> maybe it's maybe. Uh, so the first piece of news that has everyone talking is the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer came out. Did you guys see it? Yes. Uh, there's actually also an international version, which is slightly different. I don't oh. think it has any mm-hmm. additional footage that I recall. Maybe a little bit, but it's totally a little bit different. But, hey, look at all those, all those brown kids up in there. And it's true. Yeah. Uh, I love that other people were having the same conflict as I was. Like, yeah. I don't want another Spider-Man movie. I'm good. Yeah. I've yeah. seen this man over and over. Let's move on. Let's have this Marvel movie. But look at all these brown kids. Oh, yay. But then also, on the other hand, yeah, we always get to be the sidekicks and the background characters. Cool. I'm so conflicted. Yeah. And the thing that a lot of people are like, okay, so this is Genki, right? From uh, Miles Morales' best friend and his thing. Because it's like very obvious. Like, like, it's it's Genki. Like, it's like, it's Genki. But they're like, no, no, his name is Ned Leeds, apparently. And like, yeah, yeah, but it's Genki, though. Interesting. Um, they so do I, that sometimes. They blend yes. different lines together, create characters yeah. based and on And this that. is very heavily uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. 
So mm. I get it, but also like part like that that's again that conflict of everyone who's like, why don't they just make a Miles Morales movie and then mm-hmm. you're gonna take his best friend and put him in this movie? Yeah, that's so kinda disrespectful. His best friend was good enough for you, but Miles was no. not. Um though I do understand from a building a character standpoint that in the MCU you need to have Peter first. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate that, but also just have a movie with Andrew Garfield and kill him halfway through and put in my That's what I said. If you kill him, Ooh. I'll go watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make it interesting. Up the scale. But, you know, I, but it looked enjoyable. Um, I think there is, much like uh, DC has a Batman problem and that they're over-reliant on him, uh, Marvel has a Spider-Man issue in that they can't keep him out of high school for that long. <laughs> so... <laughs> Every time they do a thing, like, I, I find Peter more more interesting when he's an adult, personally, because um, it's, like, different, more conflict, yeah. things like that. Like, yeah. I, think, I think that's really interesting, especially, like, given the arc of he used to be a kid superhero, and right. now he's an adult. But, like, whenever they get to that point where he's kind of adultish, you're like, oh, no, I'm going to pull him back. Mm. Right? And, and it's like, if you're going to make me watch this over and over and over again, like Batman and that Pearls in the Alley scene, uh, like you could just at this point make it different, make it interesting, make it Miles or make it Kamala Khan. Like they, if you want to tell a high school story, they have really interesting high school stories going on right now. It didn't need to be Spider-Man. You could put the Spider-Man name on there to get butts in the seats. You know how it goes. Star Wars had people complaining about women and black characters and still busted down those blockbuster numbers mm-hmm. so it's not something you have to be afraid of. Yeah. Get that money. Get that, Get sweet, that money. Sweet white diversity money. <laughs> Did you have any thoughts on the trailer before we Well on? one of the things since you said the diversity thing, um, it's interesting because I believe that we have been tricked uh, into thinking that, you know, diversity is this gift that we've been given. Mm-hmm. And all it is is it's just another commodity. Like, mm-hmm. It's just another selling point. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and I, I'm yeah, no, I was for the same reason very conflicted mm-hmm. about the trailer. Right. <laughs> um, but you know, it, at least it's happening. Right. So yeah, that's what I was like. Oh, look at all his best friends who are of color. See, look at the diversity. It's yeah. like, oh, I know what you're doing, and it's working. Yeah, right. I right. see through you, but I got you. Right? It's yeah. like the election, but we don't have to talk about no. that. But it's the same thing. It's just like we're being tricked, but yeah. I kind of like it. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's just, yeah, right. we're just, we like the abuse. Some sort of <laughs> symbiotic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Oh yes. And it's like, and, and it is entirely reflective in how it should have always been. Of exactly. Having majority exactly. people of color. Exactly. Yes. Where he lives. Yeah. Come on, man. Oh, He's in New York. Like, yeah. There's just no. There's no. He is not gonna have a cute little redheaded white girl as his neighbor. I'm like, that's just. What? It is statistically <laughs> improbable. Yes, it's statistically improbable. Oh, and one last thing. Uh, I like how they keep calling Zendaya's character Michelle, um, and I'm like, oh, y'all know that's Mary Jane. Yeah, just show. And I was like, yeah, Michelle. I'm like, she's Mary Jane. It's like, it's like just... no, no, she has all. She's a different character. We're all like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sure, yes, yes, gotcha, yes, Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like not ganky. Yes, Again, great. y'all, gotcha. y'all want to be scared? It's fine. It's fine. It's just, okay. Embrace it. Just do it. Oh, and they had all these little videos of like Zendaya and the girl who plays Liz Allen, whose name I can't remember, and the main guy like learning dances, and they had these, and they would like do little like vines of them on their Twitter, and it's the, the <laughs> yes, cutest thing. It's actually very cute. And they I already had me out. before that trailer came out. Aww. Like I, I realize this now, and I'm like, they're so cute together. Because that kid was, um, he was an, uh, uh, one of um, 
Elliot. Billy Elliot. He was in one of the Billy Elliot musicals. Like oh. Right, like he has training. Yeah, like actual training. Very cool. Yeah. So, um, the videos are really cute. They're so cute. And I was like, I, I gotta check those out. I knew I was in danger already. I was like, you guys are so cute together. Well, it's like Stranger Things. I never watched it, but like, I have a love for the cast despite never watching because I watch so all their good. other videos. You like, you guys are adorable. They are adorable. They are adorable. You it's gotta on watch the list. I started it and then my, my internet started acting funky. Oh, okay. Well, it's I easy to watch to... it, but there's only eight. God episodes. damn it, Time Warner, if you're listening, stop fucking up. We <laughs> try to watch stuff. I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> time Warner. That's not my life. Uh, time the devil. So, moving on to another trailer that yes. came out. Uh, the Mummy Reboot. Oh, yes. As <laughs> <laughs> we all take a moment. Um, Alright, let's just... First of all, <clears throat> we I gotta fight over this a few times. I'm tired of fighting about it. So I'm gonna tell you this. If you come to me on Twitter and your opinion is different than my opinion, I don't care. I'm not gonna debate it with you because your opinion is wrong. Anyway, so... The Mummy reboot, it's got Tom Cruise, it's got the lady from um, Star Trek Beyond, mm -hmm. so, uh, what is it, Sophia, Betta Babadupala, Betta, 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 Betta Louisi, I don't, listen, she's, she's awesome, she's, she's from uh, she Algeria, awesome. she, uh, her dad was a jazz musician, I know a lot about her, except her <laughs> last except name, name. <laughs> um, she is the mummy, and <sighs> Russell Crowe is Dr. Jekyll, Oh, and oh, yeah, I forgot about that too. Right, and the trailer looks like an action movie. Like if you, if I didn't tell you it was the Mummy, yeah. you would just think it was what's his series that he does, Mission like, Impossible. Mission, he was yes. another Mission Impossible. Yeah. It's a lot of bright sunlight flying mm -hmm. through buildings, giant cities being destroyed. It's very superhero esque, which personally does not sit well with me because. Um, in addition to just being a fan of the very uh, the first remake of the Mummy, the one that starred Brendan Fraser, mm. um, I'm also a fan of if you're going to make a horror series based on horror monsters, you should have some horror elements. Elements, yeah. right? And this is where I got into a fight with people. They were like, "Oh, the Mummy of Brendan Fraser wasn't horror." Actually, it was. You're wrong. It's listed as horror anywhere you look. It's a fantasy horror movie. Yeah. Hmm. It had comedy elements. But if you actually go back and watch the movie. The pacing of the movie, the slow reveal of the monster, mm -hmm. the creepy bugs, the ancient tome, the, the lighting. Dude getting his eyes eyeballs ripped out. Tongue. That and was tongue. scary. Yeah. It was scary. Yeah. If you go back and watch The Mummy, it's a scary movie. Yeah. It's funny, but it's, uh, Freddy Krueger yeah. was fucking funny. We don't call right. that movie a comedy. Right. Anyway, so I got a lot of arguments. People were like, I just think it's action. I think you guys are just remembering The Mummy 2 and 3. Yeah. Which, right. Yes. We're not as good. Yeah, as no, they weren't. No, they weren't. Fuck that kid. I'm um, sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> he really did. I hated that no. kid so much. I'm. I'm. That's a whole other thing. I hate. I hate Wait, which one? I, the one in two or three? In both. two. Because he was awful in two, and then he, he was was an adult. In even three worse in worse. three. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't like. I don't like bratty kids mom, as a. No, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I hate Brady Kins like as Brady a plot either. point. It's the worst thing. No. It is. Why don't any movies just let kids just be, be like, kids? Or, there's or, all. Oh, there's a whole range of kids. Yeah, there are kids who are well behaved. There are mm -hmm. kids who are jerks. There are kids who who are very smart. There are kids who are a little slow. It's fine. Right. Just they all have to be jerks. Anyway. Right. Um, yes, I agree. Uh, yeah, my my dad's gonna kick your butt. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> this is a mummy you're talking to. Yeah. Magical creature. He should have just spanked the shit out of him. Oh. That would have given me a lot more enjoyment. It's oh, a giant God. water hand. Oh, okay, you know, I'm not going to kill you, but look up, look up, look up. Do you all know your place? Um, yeah, the, the thing about the trailer to me was it seems like it was cut to be 
a Tom Cruise movie and yes. not a mummy movie. Yes. And it might be one of those cases where the trailer is uh, misleading because that happens a lot. Um, it's They present it in one way and it ends up being a different thing. Right. Um, I think that they don't know how to market it yet. Hmm. And I think that as Tom Cruise, as a marquee, I mean, listen... People are going to go watch it. People are going to go, go watch see it. Like, yeah. Tom Cruise is running and stuff is exploding. Behind it, him. It's, it's a yeah. guaranteed moneymaker in that respect. And they will at least make back their profits. Um, so I just, I think that's because that's what they were focusing on. And not so much as the monster. And I don't know whether they weren't showing the mummy more because they don't want to spoil it. it. Yeah. But, it could at least be nighttime. Yeah, who's, yeah. who's the studio putting this out? I can't remember. It's Universal. It's Universal. Yeah. Okay. Because it's part of they've been playing mm-hmm. right monster. Time. That's right. That's shared right. Shared universe. Yeah. The Avengers, yeah. but with monsters. I yeah. guess exactly. I mean, I think, and it seems like they're trying. You know, I think Universal is. You know, they they have the right idea. Mm-hmm. You know, in bringing this franchise back because they do. They have all of those amazing monsters mm-hmm. that they could be doing something with, and I think. You know, it's kind of, it's on one hand, it's a little refreshing to see them kind of go up against all the superhero yeah. world. You know, your DC and your Marvel. Now we have these monsters, and I think they've kind of they've been forgotten yeah. over the last several mm-hmm. years. And the only time we think about them is around Halloween. Yeah. Sometimes not even then. <laughs> I never because <laughs> we're too busy looking for our Iron Man costumes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's yeah. I when I first saw the trailer, I didn't realize what it was for yeah i thought it was for another tom cruise mission impossible film yeah. that's what it looked like it's exactly what it looked like and then there's this woman whose eyes are like turning into four eyes yeah. and then i was like wait what they, what what's happening yeah. all those brown people on the plane exactly. yeah as <laughs> usual now the one thing we can say is the actress who's playing the mummy uh she is that person whose name i can't remember <laughs> from star trek beyond right. sophia and like I said, you know, she is from North Africa, so she is from the area. That's yeah. a big step That's forward. That's huge. But um, like, they still picked the like lightest person they could find, and they whitened her up a bit. If you've seen her other yeah, movies, she was, she was in Kingsman, um, the Brown Lady. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, they keep putting her in white makeup. It's interesting. Yeah. Funny. Anyway, <laughs> um, but what is more interesting to me is originally, apparently, the mummy was going to be a guy, oh. and he was apparently going to look like Ivan Ooze because when <laughs> the writers saw X-Men um, Apocalypse, he was like, right. oh no, this is my exact mummy design. Now I gotta, we gotta pause real quick. Mm. Y'all think that Egyptian men were purple and wore little woot-woot things? Like, what What made this happen to two different white men's brains? Yeah. That they were like, this is what well, I'm going to do. Know, they were going to make him purple. They were it, like, oh, he's skin pigmentation. That's right. why he was bullied. Are you an idiot? In, in defense <laughs> of Marvel, Apocalypse is just this weird creature of purple with blue lips, and he's like millennia old. So they have an actual background of it i'm not saying he should have been purple to begin with but i wouldn't have made a purple love it y'all didn't want to keep the x-men outfits yeah then you don't get to keep purple people yeah yeah and i think like initially when he was introduced (laughs) you didn't know what his deal was you thought maybe he was an alien right yeah and then it was like no no he's just like this weird mutant with different looking all weird and junk and millennia old and uh turning other people purple he turned you know angel turned purple yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, y'all want to keep some elements and drop other purples. Ridiculous element to keep. That's all. I'm Blue is fine. No purple. Yes. So anywho, <laughs> it's true. Blue appears naturally in nature. Purple, so rare. You gotta mm-hmm. hug a snail and get all the juice out to even get some purple popping off. Anywho, 
So, uh, originally this character was going to be all, all purple, and that was the part of the reason mm. for the othering mm -hmm. of the mummy. Now, I'm sorry, you ain't never seen no dang on Peyton's. You couldn't have picked another color. Okay, it's fine. I'm just very angry. <laughs> um, so, they were like, well, why don't we make him a woman? And you know what? Kudos to you yeah. for doing that. Yeah. Good job. I hope you're listening to yeah. me belittle you. But good job on picking a woman. Yes. And I kind of like the spider eye thing. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah. yeah. It cool. was amazing. It's different. Um, yeah. I, we'll see. Because then also, like, symbols, it looks like. Also yeah. And it looks like she's got the, the writing all yeah. over yeah. her. So that should be, that, that'll be interesting to see how that works. I mean, like, it looks like there could be interesting things in it. It's just not, right. you know, it's not what I was expecting. I, guess. I think this I is know. something where if you told me in the 90s or the early 2000s, hey, we're going to make a, a shared monster universe yeah. with, like, the Van Helsings and all the, like, leather. Oh, God, that would have been like, so cool. Yeah, it probably would have been, like, kind of a fun, campy mm -hmm. thing I'd probably be all about. But yeah. in today's gritty, realistic age, I'm kind of like, uh... Yeah, I think, I think maybe that's what it is. I think the gritty realism of it, uh, that they always want to bring to things and make it not fun, I, I don't know. <laughs> right? Like, you could, the mummy? Sure, make that gritty and dark. Dark, 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 dark. It's a mummy. Right. It's all about dead. No, no, we're gonna blow up some buildings. Oh, yeah, well, they, and I think also, too, it's the age thing that they want to go after. They want to go after younger viewers. Yeah. They want to go after, you know, those... They want to get them now while they're young, yeah, right. so that they're gonna be fans, right. you know, as they age, like Marvel and DC. Yeah. Right. So I think they're going yeah, after. Um, right. Well, well, yeah, no, but I think they're just they're going after that younger audience so yeah. they can get those lifelong uh, fans because those monster fans of from back in the day, the baby boomers, mm -hmm. you know, they're all in their sixties, seventies now, right. and everything. they. And yeah, well, and they don't. Well, they don't have anybody like no millennials who are just are familiar, all yeah. familiar with the Frankenstein and the Mummy and the mm -hmm. Wolfman and all that. I mean, stuff. yeah, they did try. Like they had the Wolfman with Benicio del Toro. It was they just had, bleh. which was, and then <laughs> the Van Helsing. Oh, bless Hugh Jackman. Van Helsing did his best. Bad. They're, it was they were not they were bad, and they I weren't targeted at the right bad. audience. No, I just the the cloud with the single tear. <laughs> <laughs> I was, we were in the theater and we were like Whoa. I loved Van Helsing everyone's wrong Van Helsing's <laughs> wonderful anyway moving it, on it has its place um, go with your heart <clears throat> oh, yes. I will always go with my heart <laughs> uh, and speaking of comic book stuff uh, so apparently and it's not surprising to me somehow uh, they're going to push back Justice League 2 mm. um, for a Batman solo flick and so what also is happening in there um, Zack Snyder <laughs> is making some movie he's had in development for like a decade. Yeah, another um, one? In the middle of this. <laughs> yeah, that has nothing to do with uh, superheroes or anything. Um, so, would you like to hear my conspiracy theory on this? Yes. yes. So, this is the price we pay to get Snyder out of the DC Universe. This is what I think is happening. Mm. I think they're giving him this film because they have lessened his control over everything based on everybody's kind of negative or most people's negative reactions to the world building. And they're putting Bat this Batman solo flick on the fast track because that's what DC does. They, they lean on Batman a lot. And also because based on all the buzz from Batman v Superman, people re responded very uh, positively towards Ben Affleck mm -hmm. and... You know, from the extended version, they responded better to the script than initially because it's like a good half an hour of stuff that actually would make the movie make sense. Mm. 
Um, so that's my conspiracy theory that this is this is the uh, this is, this is the, the way that they're getting him out. I hope you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Uh, you guys may have noticed tomorrow night's voices are also a little hoarse. Yeah. We had an office holiday party last night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did a lot of yelling. Yes, we did. Ooh, Ooh. And DJ, you suck so bad. <laughs> uh, so our voices are just a little shy. I figured I, I should mention. Yeah, that. I'm just saying that you don't skip the Ludoverse on any song. Why? Like, and then they skip the part in the, I can't remember which song it is, but the part where it drops, where it, the beat drops, where the beat drops yeah. for dancing explicitly. Yes. For what? dancing. Yeah, they kept cutting that weird place. Where was like, this holiday party? The Edison, which yes, really I love it. I love the Edison. It's beautiful. Yeah. I, if you're into sort of thing walking down a lot of stairs yeah there's a lot of stairs there's a lot of stairs stairs, and if you're trying to look cute in heels it's not fun oh yeah i was like halfway down the stairs and i was like there's still more stairs (laughs) we we opened the door and looked at the stairs we're like Uh, (laughs) our entire group was just salty face coming down the stairs like no we high-fived when we got to the bottom yeah like we congratulated each other no one tumbled down anything it was great um would have been a better entrance now that i had no if you like willing walk in Anyways, yes. yes. So yeah, that's my conspiracy theory about that. Does anyone else have any thoughts about the uh, the pushing of the films? I I think that you you hit it on the nose personally. Um, whenever they notice like something's trending and something's good, they're now rearranging things yeah. around that. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully Wonder Woman will do well. And I hope it an, does. Another. I, 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 you know, I'm probably just gonna buy a ticket and not go see it. Oh no. <laughs> Like here, let me help the, the box office. Take my money. But I don't want to be hurt. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the, I have so little of my soul left. This right. is the part that will kill me. Oh no! Right. This, all you guys can watch it. If you guys tell me it's good, I'll go watch it. I'll yeah. buy another yeah. ticket. <laughs> It'll be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. I need to protect myself. It'll be okay. It's all gonna be fine. Uh, okay. So uh, now that we have that, let's get into our chickens. <laughs> I must have the last chick. Uh, so my chick pick, I will post the link. Um, but Aaron Bagwell is the director of Dream Girl Film, along with uh, Kamal Minhas and the founder of Feminist Wednesdays. Uh, she that's a podcast. Um, and the Dream Girl Film is apparently uh, kind of documenting a lot of really awesome women doing really cool things. And I just learned about her this week. I asked my friends if they had any suggestions for chick picks. Um, and so I am now following her and Kamal, and I'm interesting to see, interested to see uh, what else comes of that, and I recommend that you check them out as well and support their work. Good stuff. Um, mine is a podcast called Cinema and Noir, and it's a bunch of lovely ladies of color talking about film. And so, uh, yeah, I follow the uh, Film Fatale, uh, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, uh, she's, we're Twitter besties. Not really besties, <laughs> but I'm going to say that we're besties. I'm besties with Twitter people. Um, it counts. It counts. I love Twitter. Uh, yeah, so there's, you know, and um, really, really smart women, and uh, you should check it out. Podcast. Podcasts are awesome. What do yeah. you guys do? I mean, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, we're a podcast. Right? <laughs> you know, you guys are amazing. Oh. Uh, no, I, no I, I'm so, I bow down to you. I'm so honored to be here today. It's just, it's oh, so sure. great seeing, I mean, you know, seeing podcasts and, you know, women and women of color doing mm-hmm. podcasts and talking about geeky stuff. It's just, that makes my heart so yeah. big and oh, We're so happy that you came. I know. Oh, no. 
Oh, we're, we're happy to have you. Yes. Oh, now I do got a feel fest. Okay. Okay. Great. But I think uh, no, it, so many great, great things that women are doing mm-hmm. out there, and you know, especially in this world. One of my favorites is uh, Denise Vasquez. She's a comedian. Uh, she's Puerto Rican. She's hilarious, and um, she does a show where she has um, just all women, mm-hmm. all women comedians and stuff. And it's just, it's just, you know, just that female perspective. Just, it's we need it. Yes, we need it. We do. We do. And it's just, it's fantastic. You know, especially um, today. Yes, <laughs> we need humor. And we need joy. Yeah. Humor and yeah, yes. definitely and. And it's just, um, you know, and just the, the different ethnic voices mm-hmm. that are out there. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. We're going to check her out, too. Yeah, she's awesome. So, now it is time for our main topic. Main Yum. topic. So, as we mentioned earlier, our main topic is the best of 2016. Of course, these are all of our opinions, which yeah. we will back up with our, our opinions, backing <laughs> up these opinions. Yes. Uh, it's it's all completely relative. And your opinion, I know I made fun of you earlier, but the truth is your opinion is worth just as much as our opinions. Opinions are worth nothing. So feel free to get in the comments, tweet at us, and let us know what your picks yeah. are for any of these things. Now let me get my very important yeah. papers out. <clears throat> because we were really, we did a lot of in-depth research for this. <laughs> because you forget how long yeah. a year is. Yeah. You're right. You're like, oh my God, that... That was this year. Right. It's like, oh, February. Oh, yeah. Two, yeah, that I happens. remember that February. That, that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. So we're going to start off with the big guns. Best movie of 2016. Uh, before we tell you our picks, let me just say there's a lot of great movies that came out yeah, this year. Absolutely. Um, Deadpool. Yes. Civil War. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Star Trek Beyond. Zootopia. Moana, mm-hmm. Rogue One is about to come out. We've been hashtag blessed. Yeah. The geek gods have blessed us. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so Moana, for me, is was not in the running because I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Rogue One is not in the running because we haven't seen it. Yeah. So I'm going to move those out of the pile. Don't get mad. You can get mad. You can tell us it's fine. It's okay. It's fine. So who, what was your pick for best movie? I'm going to go with Zootopia. Zootopia. Yeah, and I think it's... <laughs> It's that thing that when animation is at its best, it can be entertaining, but also, uh, you know, like kind of make you learn about things and introspective or, you know, who, who hasn't been a little child who had dreams? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <clears throat> so I think that like, and then very, also teaching you lessons. I know I have a friend who always, I, I was, I'm always like, look, here's my thing. I feel like that if you're going to have a thing for kids especially that you should be able to glean something positive out of it mm-hmm. or even to a degree I, I to a point I feel like comedy also has to has a has to have a point to you know past a certain like if you're just doing pratfalls or whatever okay sure but then after a certain point I feel like you have to have some sort of POV and you have to have a point and she disagrees with me but she's wrong and so <laughs> remember what we said opinions yeah, and so yeah so I feel, feel like Zootopia is like a great mash of like animation at its best and really like getting you the feels all the feels yeah. do you have a big for best movie 2016? I do and this movie did not get any I mean, it's starting now just to get a little bit of press because it's 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 in the running to be considered for an Academy Award nomination. It's the highest grossest highest grossing highest grossest. It's no, so no, gross. it's not gross. It's amazing. <laughs> it's the highest grossing animated film of all time in China. Okay. It beat out 
um, uh, the Despicable Me, oh, no, the, the Minions. It beat out the Minions. Yeah. It beat out uh, Kung Fu Panda. The weekend it came out, and it's called Monkey King. Hero is back. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful, beautiful film. Um, you know, and for audiences who aren't familiar with uh, Chinese history, um, you know, and and all the immortals and all the gods and everything. I mean, the Monkey King. He's kind of the it's funny because uh, actor James Hong is in it. And he jokes that the Monkey King should be the god of America because he's, he's, he's just, like, boisterous. And yeah, just yeah that makes so. a lot of sense. It's <laughs> probably why we like Goku so much. Yeah, yeah. When, yeah. And, uh, but he, he kind of compared him to a certain orange person. Um, you know, a very hairy orange person. Uh, but, you know, so James Hong is hilarious. But anyway, this movie, it, go find it. Go see it. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Um, the, the voice acting is superb. You know, it's dubbed, but you can't really tell. Yeah. And it stars um, an amazing little boy named Canon Karowski. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, it was his first animated film. And he also said, to be my son. <laughs> <laughs> He's amazing. And, uh, but yeah, no, the film is great. Go see it. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I do love me some Monkey King. And you should go research it because I made a Goku reference for a very specific reason. Yeah. <laughs> so this was so hard for me, you guys. Because at least four of the movies that came out this year were like favorite movies for me. Like, I liked Keanu because it was so relatable. <laughs> How is this relatable? It was yeah. about uh, gangsters and getting a kitten back. I don't know. And yet I related to it so hard. Um, Captain America Civil War. Tying all those things together, like telling that story, it making, picking up all the pieces that Ultron fucking dropped and being like, here, no, you still love this. <laughs> no, it's fine. Sorry about that, guys. Everything's fine. Um, and then Star Trek Beyond, which uh, oh, took yeah. another franchise that was starting to teeter and mm-hmm. picked it back up and was like, no, look, there's a reason you yeah. love this. Yeah. So this was very difficult, but I'm going to go with Deadpool, mm. which I know is an unusual choice. But Deadpool, I think, is the movie that showed Hollywood folks you can actually do this the right way. Yeah. You um, can have yes. a dirty adult superhero movie and people will love it and go see it anyway. It is um, technically the best X-Men movie they've ever made. Yes. Yes. Oh, God, I am, yes. Yeah, that's that's the exact colossus. So good. Seeing, so, and yeah. it's hopefully going to up, I know this sounds terrible, some of the <laughs> more adult aspects of superhero movies. They've said it's already influenced some of that mm-hmm. in the upcoming movies. So I'm, you know, as an adult fan of comics and everything, I'm very excited about that. I'm also, was just... If we're taking source material to movie, I think it was the most impressive uh, because Deadpool. If you, like, I would never agree with you that there could be a successful Deadpool movie. Uh, it's such a wacky, weird comic character, and they did it in a way that felt completely authentic. So for me, it was just the most impre- impressive. So that's why I've got to pick it for my best yeah. movie. And I think the cast. I mean, you know, the uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yes. I ain't never been attracted to that man before today, but go. Whoo. <laughs> I mean, he was. I've I've been a fan of him since you know Van Wilder, and he's just he's so funny and just yeah. you know just this like just this self depreciating yeah. guy, and you're yeah. just like, oh my god, you're adorable and you're hilarious, and he was perfect, mm-hmm. perfect. I can't imagine a better Deadpool. Right, yeah. and don't get me started on the positive representations of sex in that movie. Oh my god, so good. So good. Yeah, and I do hope that the lesson that they learn is if you are true to the character. You will have success as opposed to let's put curse words in it. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because that's like, honestly, it's not just that you can do adult things for adult people, but you can be true right. to a character. If you are true to a character, it will resonate with audiences. And, um, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't mind gritty stuff so long as the thing that you're making is supposed to be gritty. 
Yeah, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even call that movie gritty. No, it wasn't. No, yeah, one. yeah. I'm just saying, like that. And you're, that was one to one correspondence. Right, and, and that's another thing that set it apart from other superhero movies is it didn't try to be yeah. the dark and gritty version of Deadpool. That was a dig at Man of Steel that I did. Oh, oh, I guess. Okay, sorry, I just throw that out. It wasn't. It wasn't specifically. Sorry, I have very strong Superman feelings. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna not do that because it's supposed to be a happy, reflective. Thing. Um, <laughs> Anytime you mention Superman movies, I am immediately not happy. So yeah. you've ruined it all. I'm sorry. <laughs> Best TV show of 2016. <clears throat> that is a hard one. There is a lot of good shows. Uh, we were talking about it before, and it's like, you know, Lana and Insecure, and, uh, and the end, and, and, and. Mm-hmm. I am going to go, however, with Luke Cage. Mm. Um, it broke Netflix. Yep. Yes. Uh, for a little bit, because people were so excited to stream it. And from a, I feel like it was a really interesting way of doing a character study. Um, it wasn't just like superhero stuff, but it was really like looking at these characters and actually giving you a reason for what they were doing and like seeing the thing. And it was like the best use of hubris that I've seen mm. in a really long time. It's like really actually showing how that works, how your own, you know, uh, self-import can lead to your own, uh, to your, to your, to your downfall. So <laughs> I, and it's packed full of just great actors. So, yes. um, yeah, it's very difficult to not. But also, there's another bunch of other shows. But I'm going with Luke Cage. Because Luke Cage! Luke Cage! (laughs) (laughs) This one was hard for me. Um, Stranger Things was so good. I loved it so much. Our whole family loved it. Um, You know, and I loved it because my kids got to watch it. Mm -hmm. And they loved it. And my kids are, you know, they're gamers too. And they kind of, but they, um, they, you know, they appreciated that, uh, that you know, I try to. I am trying to be. I'm a good mom, and I'm educating my children with about the '80s stuff. Yes, the yes. '80s was so great. Yes, so they fun. knew about all that stuff, right. and so they really enjoyed it. But but, I have to go with Black Mirror. Black Mirror was so good. I just, I just demolished all three seasons, and just I was so I couldn't get enough. Yeah. Um, just you know, tech on, my husband's a, is a is a techie geeky guy, mm-hmm. so he does that stuff for a living. Like he could you know kill somebody with a furnace if he wanted to, just by hacking into their system. But not that he would. But I'm like he's he, but just all the stuff that's I mean it's almost not science fiction yeah. because we are getting there. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, one of my favorite episodes was San uh, Junipero, or what I think they called San Junipero or mm-hmm. something. But San Junipero is how you're supposed to say it. But anyway, it was it was that was my favorite episode and just. You know, because it was first of all, it was this, and it was an interracial lesbian relationship between these two beautiful women, and they got to like live happily ever after in this cyber world, and it was just like, oh! <laughs> so yeah, so my favorite is uh, Black Mirror, and I loved how each and ep- each episode just oh, it's so well cast. Yes. the acting was just exquisite in every episode. So yeah, I'm, I'm gushing, but it was so good. We like it. So yeah, I, I did hear a lot of great things about Black Mirror. Um, yeah, so like <clears throat> Stranger Things and, and Westworld are shows that I'm hearing a lot about. They're on my list. You know, you know who I am. <laughs> if somebody doesn't sit me in front of a TV and put it on for me, probably not gonna watch it. Uh, I did just want to give a shout out to how uh, wonderfully uh, diverse TV was this year. We had Atlanta, Insecure, Queen, Sugar, mm. Luke Cage, and Black, 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 Black. TV was so good. Um, and there's something for everybody, which yeah. we yeah. don't normally no. get, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we had, we had the one show, and that was it. Um, 
So, this was also really hard for me. Since you picked Luke Cage, I was struggling between Atlanta and Luke Cage. I'm going to then pick Atlanta. Guys, I've told you a million times, if you have not listened to me and watched at least one episode, you are a fool. <laughs> Atlanta is so good. In fact, Aaron came into the bedroom this morning and was like, hey, so I really need to catch you up on the last two episodes of Atlanta. Because, like, why is this show so relatable? It has invisible cars. But, like, <laughs> I feel like this was us. Like, he was at a party and he was feeling this way and she was at the party and she was feeling this way. And you and I have literally been at parties. And this is the magic of Atlanta. A lot of people are like, what? After you watch a few episodes, you're like, what is this show kind of about? Right? Because it's, it's kind of just a, a show about people. What is what is the driving plot? What is the story? And, um, I'm Childish Gambino. What's his real name again? Danny Glover. <laughs> there we go. I'm like, I just know you by your rap name, homie. Um, <laughs> he was like, it, the thought behind Atlanta is, could we help someone understand what it's like to be black? Which is an interesting concept. So essentially what he was, what they're doing is they're creating little vignettes of moments and feelings to try and like express to an audience that might not be familiar with it certain things. But if you are at all familiar with black culture, you feel like you're watching yourself in some of the characters. And that's what like, you know, Cap Wong came in and said, and what I feel every time I watch it, I'm like, I'm that chick. I've been in this, I've been in that bed. I've had these same conversations. <laughs> like, you feel such a connection to the characters, and it's so funny and relatable, and yet there's also wacky, weird stuff. Like, Justin Bieber is black, and like I said, there's an invisible car. So <laughs> it's just, I love the show so much. You guys should definitely check it out. Cool. All right, moving on to gaming. Gaming. Burr, burr, burr. Burr, burr, burr. My Jamaican air horn is broken. <laughs> so sad. Uh, so we've split this up <clears throat> into best AAA game, best indie game, and then our thoughts on which console uh, won the war mm. this year. These are wars. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, there's a lot of great games that came out. And we, this is, again, we were having conversations about, like, what do you pick? Because there's at least six things in every category that could very easily win, depending right. on how the wind blows. Um, I'm going to go with Overwatch, because mm. it is a freaking phenomenon. Like, you can't deny, like, everybody, is, there's a guy at work who's like, yeah, I just just played like 400 hours of Overwatch this week. Yeah, there's a couple guys. Yeah, there's a couple guys in there we're like, oh, okay. It's like, yeah, I'm like ranked like in the top 10 of all, you know, characters. You know, of all people who play this character and we're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, no, that makes it, sense. It's, it it's, is it's, ubiquitous. You yeah. see it everywhere. Even if you don't play the game, you know the characters in Overwatch. Yeah. You know at least three of them. Yeah. yeah. And I think one of the things that helps it the most is that they are so smart with the, like they have these animated shorts about each character, and that's so smart, and they're really well done. So, like, they introduce a new character. Name I can't remember. Sombra. Sombra, yeah. That Sombra thing, like, on that hit, and the boop. Just, <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, a, it was huge a, it was a huge deal, right? Yeah. And I think they're, I think of Overwatch characters as kind of the Hello Kitty phenomenon, mm -hmm. where they give you enough about the character that you, you get a sense of them. Yeah. But most of the things you feel about the character, you're inferring, you're putting into them. Mm -hmm. And that's what all the fan art is. It's like, oh, well, I just imagine that they're this. They are not as fleshed out as no. your average character. But that was the good thing, is they let people be able to create their own stories. So, As much as people complain when it was picked for Game of the Year for the Video Game Awards this year, um, at the Game Awards... I think the video game awards is different from the game awards. Anyway. I always get confused. The point is, 
it you cannot deny that this game has taken over the gaming industry and perhaps has created some new trends and changes that we will see in future games. Did you have any opinions on video games? I yeah, I agree with Overwatch was great. Um, I was so happy to see that uh, Street Fighter got best action game. That was super exciting to see. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of really there's a lot of really good ones. I mean, the gaming industry is weird right now, though. Yeah, yes, it's, it's just it's just it's weird. There's like, a lot of weird stuff. Like happening. to speak of Street Fighter, it's you know, it's a game that when it launched was completely broken. Right. And that's becoming the norm yeah. of so many games. Yeah. Is yeah. we'll patch it later. Yeah. yeah. Let's just get it out. You yeah. know, people will complain, but they always complain. It's okay. We'll just fix it. And if you're a big enough franchise, it's okay. You can get fine. away with it. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll list some of the other games that came out this year for anyone needing to know: Battlefield One, mm-hmm. Last Guardian, yeah. Dishonored, right. Doom, Titanfall Two, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Fifteen, Uncharted Four, and Watch Dogs Two, uh, Mafia Three, Metal Gear Solid. Yep. Uh, Phantom Pain. Watch Dogs 2 and Mafia uh, 3 get a shout out for me for having black protagonists. Battlefield 1 gets a shout out for mostly advertising a black main character. Mm. Um, Although they did change it in some later advertisements, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, Yeah, they had the exact same scene, but suddenly it was a white person in that person's role. I thought that was very interesting. interesting. So this was hard for me because, as you guys know, I've kind of fallen down the indie game well, so I'll have more to say on the indie game choice. Um, As far as gameplay, to me, Uncharted 4 and Titanfall 2 is very hard for me to choose. Uncharted ended a story in a way that made a lot of people happy. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was this beautiful world, um, immersive, completely immersive gameplay, almost like watching a movie. But I think I'm going to go with Titanfall 2 because it was so surprising. Uh, as you guys know, I like Titanfall, but I didn't play it that much because it kind of sucked, and they did not have a single-player game. <laughs> they didn't have a single-player campaign. Uh, Titanfall 2 came out with an amazing single-player campaign, like, above-average, interesting, pulls you into the story, even though the, the main character kind of sucks, bless his heart. I keep <laughs> pretending it's just a lady, because, yeah. like, you think of it the last name anyway. Um, so... I'm, I'm going to go with Titanfall 2 because they listened to the fans and they actually gave us what we wanted and nobody's talking about them because nobody expected it to be good so it wasn't on anyone's radar to really give it the attention it needed so here you go, you got attention from me. Respawn, you did a good thing. <laughs> Alright, on to indie games. <clears throat> now, I don't know if you two are gamers as much as I am so if you don't have an answer... Well, yeah, I, I got my PS4. So I'm, I'm going back into it because most of the time I've been playing at people's houses. So when I'm playing at people's houses, it's like, oh, we're going to get together to play X or Z. Um, I did the Hunters of the Moon that we Moon played. Hunters. Moon Hunters, yes, sorry. Uh, Hunters of the Moon. Hunters of the Moon. <laughs> I always That's the name in Spanish. Yeah, I always want to make it like the fancier names than they are sometimes. Um, but yeah, I liked Moon Hunters when we played that. It was actually pretty cool. Um, I liked that there was a lot of branches that you could do and a lot of different uh, endings. And you could play it a lot with yes. friends, like in a row. Like... I like that, so I'm going to go with Moon Hunters. Uh, did I tell you I eventually got the good ending? Finally? Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> I had to play this game all the way through about ten times. Oh, no. And then I finally just had to look it up. There was a big clue that's missing, um, and I needed to look online to find that clue. So I don't blame myself. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a difficult kind of old-school throwback game. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. No, I didn't really... I mean, you know, I love indie games. And mm-hmm. I love indie game companies, so I try to you know, support them also. I <laughs> don't have a favorite. Right. Uh, but yeah, there were a lot of good ones this year. There were, definitely. So, uh, 
We'll talk about a not-so-good one, No Man's Sky. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of hype and then kind of failed. Stardew Valley, which everyone is addicted to, um, I'm not playing it because I see the I see it. I'm like, oh, no, I'll farm my whole life away. I'll just be here and I'll never leave. Um, Headlander, Banner Saga 2. For me, this was between Headlander and Banner Saga 2. As you guys know, No Man's Sky came out. People asked me to play it. I played it. I was actually avoiding No Man's Sky to play Headlander because it was so fun. <laughs> Headlander, for anyone who didn't see my stream, is a platformer. It's kind of like the other games I like, Guacamelee, you know, stuff that, um, kind of a Metroidvania style where as you unlock things, you unlock more secrets and go back. It's very, very fun. Banner Saga 2 is a sequel to Banner Saga, which is an amazing game. Strategy uh, RPG elements made by some folks who worked on um, Dragon Age originally. So, I think I'm going to go with Headlander because Banner Saga 2, it's one failing was it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like complete games. It feels like I'm getting pieces of a complete game, which makes sense. It is an indie studio, but I feel there is a, a more um, elegant way to handle it and they leave a little too much mystery and unanswered problems. So, Headlander is my pick uh, because it was surprising. It's dirty. Like, they make a lot of jokes. So you're, you're a head flying around <laughs> sucking onto bodies. And so they make a lot of sucking jokes. Oh, no. It's just, oh, it's so good. Full of innuendo. Nice. Do not let your children play. Well, they can play it. They won't get it. Right. Okay. <laughs> good to know. But they may start quoting things that you're like, don't say that. <laughs> it means something you don't know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, moving on to animated, animated series. Sorry, My voice is going further. Oh, further. console. Oh, sorry, console. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, the yes, yes. Do you guys have an opinion on who won the console war this year? I, you know what? I, I feel, I feel like the X-Bone, if you will, the Xbox One, <laughs> the X backwards compatibility, compatibility of it, even if they don't sell as many units, I feel like it offers a little bit more in a in a way that PlayStation kind of doesn't. But, I mean, PlayStation always sells a lot. It's just what the... But I do think Xbox is, is an underrated kind of thing. I mean, it has its issues, but what doesn't? Right. So I'm, I'm Xbox. All right, we got a little vote for Xbox. Yeah, yeah I think, um, you know, we have... So, you know, I've got three boys in the house, you know, my husband and my two sons. So they, we all, we, they go through them all, and the Xbox seems to be the winner. Every single time, awesome. um, just I guess the versatility yeah. and you know they can talk to it. It is cool <laughs> walking in the house and being like Xbox, Xbox turn on. Exactly. You walk in the house, you say PlayStation turn on. PlayStation says, "Did you just ask me to make you a coffee?" And you're like, "No, no." I said something rude the other day. I don't remember something like, "Yeah, I'll sex you." Like. You know, back talking to somebody, and PlayStation was like, mm, "What was that?" And I was like, "PlayStation's listening to you," and I was like, "No, PlayStation, no." Um, so I'm gonna pick the PlayStation Four, not because I'm a Sony fan girl, but it is crushing it in sales, especially mm -hmm. with the announcement of um, the new stuff. Mm -hmm. And PlayStation Experience showed that the PlayStation has a much, much bigger pool of exclusive titles yes, than the Xbox this One is has. True. Um, so for me, I'm going to say that that was my winner for this year. I think, it, uh, you know, from the start, it upped its ante. And it was like, we're going to keep our lead over Xbox, which it probably doesn't even deserve, but it has. <laughs> I do wish I could tell my PlayStation to do things. Could you pause this movie? No? Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Thanks. <laughs> It's fine, it's got games. It's alright. 
All right, animated series. Yeah, this is also another hard one because there have been some really good animated things coming out. Uh, I am going to go with Gravity Falls, which mm. ended this year. Um, I think I'm I'm a sucker for corn rolls and manicured toes. Sure, but also <laughs> I like I like when there are things about siblings getting along, especially when they're kids, and I think. I mean, um, in addition to all of the wackadoo, like, really smart, like, stuff that they talked about in the first couple episodes coming back in the last yeah. one. It's just, like, it's, it's, it was a great completion to a series. It answered a lot of questions, and it was about, you know, friendship between siblings, which I think is not a thing that gets played up enough. Mm. Um, so, right. And, They're know, always fighting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I just think it was, it was weird and great, and it, and it made kids, you know think about things and decode the, the stuff at the end and you like have all these fan theories and I you know I appreciated that so grab balls finger guns yay sorry my stomach's growling if you're hearing weird no. noises oh, that's oh, my stomach growling I apologize <laughs> um there were they have I, there were so many really good ones I mean I'm a big anime fan mm -hmm. so I I loved uh you know, all of the anime stuff that was out mm -hmm. um Ra mm -hmm. is was so such a great show and uh, but I have to I have to give it up for Chrisney who is the creator of Doc McStuffins mm -hmm. her show is so exclusive or so inclusive mm -hmm. so culturally inclusive and just it I love you know they have amputee characters and like there's they're in characters with cancer and mm -hmm. um you know, just all the different ethnicities that she has on the show, and the writing is so good, and um, I just, she's almost, she kind of reminds me of Shonda Rhimes a little bit, she's like the Shonda Rhimes of animation, nice. and uh, so. just, yeah, just the things that she, she puts in her, that she writes into the show, and um, I mean, she had the first lady on her I show, know, right? it was so cool, yeah. so, yeah. yeah, so Chris Nee's, uh Doc McStuffins gets my, my vote for Best Animated Series. It's good show. It's very great. Yeah. This was so hard for me because <laughs> I do watch anime and I'm like, yeah. do I pick an anime that I love? But to be honest, a lot of the animes that I love did not have great seasons mm. uh, this year in particular. So I am going to say Dragon Ball Super. Uh, even though it came out a little earlier, it's now starting to get the dub. So I'm counting it as 2016. Mm -hmm. I think that they really... Somebody had a talk with them <laughs> and was like, you know, this is what people loved about Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. So can you do these things that people love? Can you completely fan service this show? And they were like, sure, why not? And so there's a part of it that's like, I'm being fan service too. Like they had an episode with O'Reilly, uh, the android that um, Akira Toriyama created for his first thing. <laughs> and doesn't make any sense in the show whatsoever. But they were like, you probably will love this Tumblr. And we were all like, yes, yes, give us more. We're terrible people. Um, so, you know, they've combined the fighting of Dragon Ball Z with the humor and irreverence of Dragon Ball. And it's, mm. it's working really well for me. And shout out to Goku for being a terrible parent. He's the worst. I don't understand you people like Goku. He's terrible. He even had a choice. He was like, no, you're not dying. There's no one to kill. There's, you don't have the world to save. Spend some time with your family. He's like, well, I'm really bored. I'd rather be training. Like, you missed their whole lives, sir. What a jerk. It's okay. You're not fit to be a father anyway. Let Piccolo raise your damn kids. Oh, my God. Anyway. Piccolo, father of the year. Mm -hmm. So, uh, best voice actor or actress. 
<laughs> no, we had to exclude you because you're here. It's yes. okay. Yeah, it's it's not, not fair. fair. No, it's not fair. <sighs> um, so we talked about there's a lot of great people, obviously. Um, it's very hard to choose. I, I, I went with Kimberly Brooks uh, for Voltron. I love her. She's, I mean, like, little brown princess. Yeah, she's the mom on Doc McStuffins. Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, she's very prolific. She did a bunch of different stuff, too. She was um, Ashley in Mass Effect. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, not a terrible choice. Um, but that I, I just feel like the like there's a lot of things that I was looking for Voltron that were not exactly where I wanted to go, but yes. everybody's relationships and the voice actors were one of the, the brighter spots and it definitely made me keep watching it and I just really liked her as a princess. So. Yeah. She's really the reason I get watching yeah. Voltron. Aww. Her and Bitch. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh Bitch. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's what I went. And then, are we doing a male actor? Well, let's do female okay, first, yes. and then we'll go through. Okay, cool. That, that's uh, female first. Gosh. Oh, this was also, yeah, and there's so many, you know, there's so many wonderful, wonderful voice actresses out there. Um, Kari Walgren's mm-hmm. probably always going to be my hero at the top of my list, and also because she's a very dear friend. I love you, Kari. Um, and she she was very instrumental in helping me getting my my career off that's the ground. Awesome. And you know, look at that I, women help a women. Yeah, and you know, and that's one of the things I love about the voiceover industry is mm-hmm. that um, it's you know we all help each other. It really is you know, it, um, especially the women. Like yeah, we. Yeah. There, I mean, there's not a lot of catty competitiveness going on. I mean, it exists and everything, but um, Kari, for me, she really, in the beginning of my career, took me under her wing, and she introduced me to all the people she knew, and every single one of them has hired me, and, you know, and then, you know, here she is just with her own amazing career, and everything she does is just spectacular. That woman can do no wrong. Um, so, yeah, Kari. That's really awesome. So, actually, I had Kimberly Brooks as well. Yeah. Uh, like I said... Voltron didn't get my pick for best uh, animated show because it, it had a lot of problems. Um, but I watched that whole thing because it, you know, the characters were great, um, and that, you know that's often a problem with with animated shows is you usually are more into anything but the voice acting, um, you know. But this time around, nope, voice acting was was top notch. Awesome. All right, let's go into the buoys. Yes. Um. This one's difficult as well because there's a lot of like you know, Nolan North. We're talking about Uncharted Four, and right. there's so many good actors and actresses. Uh, I'm gonna go because I'm gonna stick with the Voltron thing, but I'm gonna go with Josh Keaton um, hmm. because I feel like he puts in a lot of good work anyway overall, and uh, that was another aspect of one of my favorite people in the show. So, and he he makes a lot of dad jokes on Twitter. <laughs> Because they're like space, and people will call him Space Dad, and he'll Aww. respond. Aww. And it's adorable. That so. is adorable. Yeah, so that's my <laughs> shout out to Space Dad. Um, I'm going to go with Keith David. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Keith Pretty David. Classic. Love that man's voice mm-hmm. in everything that he is in. Um, <clears throat> what was he? Wait, there was something specifically this year that I loved him in, but my brain said, fuck you, Sarah. Now I can't remember what it was. Uh, in the meantime, while she's thinking, I'm also going to give a shout out to Patrick Warburton and Clancy Brown. Yes. they are also mm. perennial favorites. I had a hard time choosing between Keith David and Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Um, I love him. They, they're both so good. How can you choose? Ugh. All right. You know what? My brain does not want to remember what I like Keith David in this year. That's fine. That's fine. In the past, I've liked him in Mass Effect <laughs> in various army commercials. Yeah. Shout out to um, Gargoyles. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything he's been in, his resonant voice is immediately recognizable 
Uh, and he's on Twitter now, just being like somebody's uncle, just on there all the time, um, and it makes me smile. Aww, that's awesome. Well, this one was easy for me. Um, Canon Krawski is <laughs> he's he's so good. Even if he wasn't my child, I would still think he's amazing. He's very talented. I mean, he you know he you know just the Monkey King film. He's in a series uh, called Little People, the Little People Toys. Oh, yeah. He he plays Eddie, and he also voices a lot of the toys. So if you ever go into uh, you know Toys R Us or whatever, see mm -hmm. Little People Toys, um, you can press the button. You'll hear his voice. Um, he did Dying Light. He's a little oh. kid. Uh, you know, obviously a little kid voice in that game. Um, but you know he's I, I do my best to stay out of his career. Mm -hmm. You know I'm, I want him to have his own experience. You know I'm not. You know I'm very kind of anti stage mom ish, um, because you know he is. I wish I had a quarter of this child's talent. No, he's so ridiculously talented. So keep an eye out for Cannon Krawski or an ear out because you're going to hear him a lot more and a lot more stuff, and you're going to see him. Um, as well on the big screen. He's got a movie tonight uh, on Ion, a Christmas, what they call Christmas with the Andersons. And uh, yeah, and he's in, yeah, look for him in like some Disney Nickelodeon stuff. So how did he get into voice acting then? Like how did you know he, that's what he wanted to do? Well, he, I waited. Um, you know, it's hard being in this industry, mm -hmm. first of all. And a lot of, I'm, I'm just gonna say it, ignorant parents think, you know, because their kid acts out a lot, he should be in show business. And a lot of the times you have these parents who are doing it for themselves and living vicariously through mm -hmm. their children who move out here, you know, and make their kids go to auditions and things like that. And that was just not, you know, I, you know, thank, thank God we live in LA and that was just yeah. not, but that was just not what I wanted for my children. My older son did a little thing for Disney and he liked it at first, but then he's like, you know, what? this is not for me. And I was like, fine, don't do it. And then Canon, he begged. I waited for him to, because, you know, kids change their minds. Yeah, he yeah. begged for me to get him an agent. I waited until he was about eight years old. And mm -hmm. I was like, all right, you have, you understand, because he's also very lazy. Mm -hmm. um, you know this about yourself, Canon. <laughs> um, he, you know, he doesn't want to, like, study his scripts and stuff. So I have to, like, you know, kid, if this is what you want to do, you have to go to class. Mm -hmm. You have to study your scripts. You have to study your craft. And he was always just very dramatic. Just, you know, I mean, he just, some people are like that. You, when he, out of the womb, like, okay, this kid, he's either gonna need to be- <laughs> Yeah, no, really, like he, he's either gonna need to be really smart or really funny and be an actor. So, I mean, he's both, thank goodness, he's very smart and he's very funny. But he just, that's just kind of who he is and we saw that in him and, but again, you know, I wanted to make sure that's really what he wanted to do so after he begged for about three years, got him an agent, um, he booked the first audition he went on. Oh. And, uh, you know, he's just been doing his thing ever since. That's so awesome. Yeah, and he loves on camera. Like, for me, I'm just a voiceover person. Well, I'm not just a voiceover person, but I, I, I don't... You prefer it. I prefer it. Like, I don't actively seek out on-camera things. Mm -hmm. He, lo you know, but for a kid, you know, like that, he, he loves it. He loves... Oh. You know, look at me, I'm on camera. But he also, he's such a good voice actor, too, yeah. because he's so dramatic, and he, he brings all those natural um, things into the booth. Yeah, that's and, crazy. Yeah, no, so he's he's my favorite male voice actor. <laughs> oh, I wish my mom, I wish I was her favorite. <laughs> all right, so we covered voice. Let's go into just general actor and actress. 
There should be a word for them. On screen? Uh, actors. On screen. Yeah. On screen. Actor, actor actress. Okay. Um, I am going slightly out of... There's a lot of great actors and doing a lot of great work. I can, you can name check a bunch, but I'm, I'm going under the radar a little bit. And this is Leslie Ann Brandt, who mm. is on Lucifer. She plays Mazikeen. I love her! <gasps> yeah. So, <sighs> and this season in particular, there's a lot of interesting things going on in which Maze is, like, having friends and, like, exploring everyday mm. life. And there is... She's... <laughs> so, like, there, it's it's... I cannot stress enough how good a work she's doing. There's this one episode where she like kind of like has a friend, and then it kind of gets weird, and just the look on her face when she kind of like realizes it's not work. Like there's being weird. Like it's so good. It's so good. She's so good on the show. She's my favorite on the show. So I shout out to Leslie Amber. Very good. I don't. I don't know. There are so many wonderful. yeah, wonderful actresses. Oh gosh, I'm really, you know, I I'm kind of in love with, and I'm and I'm terrible for not even remembering her name. I just call her Wonder Woman. Like I'm kind of like I <laughs> just Gal Gadot. thank you. Yes, okay. Um, like which Wonder? Yeah, right now, right? I think um, <laughs> I'm just excited to see what the world is going to do with her. Yeah, and how they're going to um, receive her and treat her, you know, in in this industry now that she's you know going to blow up and everything. So. I'm, I don't know if she's, I mean, I, I guess she's not, like, she's not my favorite, but, like, she is, she does have my attention, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of want to see right. what people are going to do with yeah. her. I like how she was, like, posting, like, pictures of her flexing and balancing on stage, <laughs> like, as she's training for the room. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> More of this. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Wow. Um, Alfred Woodard. Yeah, oh, well, I love yeah. her. Uh, first of all, she's just great in everything she's ever been in. Yes. Uh, but second of all, Luke Cage... <sighs> I did not know I was going to fall in love with Mariah. I had no idea I was going to fall so hard for Mariah. Um, there's so many moments of silence, too. One of, the, one of the reasons why Luke Cage is a masterpiece, and I don't understand anyone who says that they were bored by that film, there are so many moments that are allowed to be quiet mm-hmm. and acted instead yeah. of spoken and told uh, mm-hmm. and told to you. Mom, my voice is getting worse. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, so she's, she's just phenomenal. Uh, in everything she's ever in, but I'm gonna pick her for this year because of Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. So good, good. Are we doing that? Also, she's so sexy. Oh yeah, she is. Yeah. You no, know, she really is. I think she's like 60 years right? old. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Just like goals. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, are we doing actors too? Yeah. Separately? Okay. Um, we could ignore the men. I don't right. Know. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of different things. Like, it's really hard. Um, I, I do have to give a shout out to James Marsden on Westworld. Uh, oh, he's great. He's always really good and stuff. And like, honestly, I don't understand how he's not a major s- star because he's really good actor and he's real pretty. But and he's in a lot of stuff. He though. is. He's in a lot of stuff, but he does like based on his talent. Like, he should be Tom Cruise level. Like, I feel mm, like like that's yeah. a thing that like he totally could have. I mean, maybe he doesn't want that. Maybe he's. But anyways. Uh, so he's really good on Westworld, and as is everything else he's in. Um, but I am—I cannot pronounce his name. <laughs> his mouth on Luke Cage, and I'm not even gonna try. Mahershala yes. Ali. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Because again, like when I was talking about hubris and sort of the fact, like he plays that so 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 well, and um, you know, I think it's one—it's a—it's a part that definitely could have gone very wrong in the wrong hands. So that's one yeah. He is my pick yeah. as well. He, and Moonlight, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to see it because of him. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, he, again, someone who used his quirks more even than his words to make this character. Yeah. The smile he would do after something terrible would yeah. happen. <laughs> oh my god. So I was good. like, why am I in love with this villain? Yeah, I'm yeah. bad. I'm a bad person. He's on brand. Yeah, on brand. Um, I just, I think he's great. I've seen him in other stuff before too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I couldn't necessarily remember where yeah. it was, but I was familiar with him before he came to this role. And he's just one of those just good actors. Yeah. Mm. And he's uh, going to be in Hidden Figures, which is coming out. Yeah. So. It's funny. Is he going to be a romance? Because I look like that. I yeah. don't know. Is he playing somebody's <laughs> husband? Or does he... um, he's not a husband, but it seems like he is going to be with, um, uh, from Empire. Taraji. Taraji P. Hebson's character. Guys, if you don't know what Hidden Figures is, you need to go see Hidden Figures. when It's not out yet, right? No, not yet. It's it's about the the women computers, basically. Yeah, the three black women Mm -hmm. who, well, there are more than three, but the story focuses on these three. Right and uh, uh, just their their part in in NASA yeah mm-hmm. and the other I mean, but it's um he is my pick as well yeah. <laughs> look at you I go had, well I had to, I had to look up his name I was like what's this guy's name and yeah. then you said it but I first fell in love with him the first time I ever saw him as an actor was in the forty four hundred that was on the Sci Fi Channel it was. yes and yeah, yeah, yeah. he was so good in that role and you know anytime there's an interracial couple I'm just yeah, I, you know, and, you know, it, that just—it was such—it was such a great. Um, I was—it was sad to see that show end because I loved that relationship, yeah, and, and then they—they right. they killed her, and it was stupid. But anyway, <laughs> sorry, spoiler alert. If yeah. you haven't seen the forty-four hundred, but, but um, you should know—you should be aware of that. You should going be aware of that going into. Might help a little. Yeah, yeah. but um, I saw him, and then of course Benjamin Button. Mm-hmm. Um, but now he's everything he does. He's another one of those actors. Everything he does, he's just so good. Yes. He's so good, and he's so um, you know, like I'm so grateful that he's working yes yeah, yeah you know because he deserves to work right yeah. that's uh, that was something i was trying to think of how to express what you just said he's somebody who is a good actor who generally hollywood probably would not get exactly yeah. and he's got a hard name to pronounce right they're Come like on. oh this foreign guy all right yeah. real dark skinned he's i don't know super dark he's got yeah. a weird name right how did he even get into this country <laughs> right that's how it, right that's, that's exactly yeah. you know how it is so I'm, I'm so happy to see him getting work and yeah. i know he's just going to keep getting more yeah. i hope so yeah. Uh, on a related note, this is I just want to shout out to William Lee, who is also I enjoy in a lot of stuff. He does not get as much play as he should. He plays like this dirtbag informant on Twice, <laughs> but he's also one of the leads on Falling Water on USA. Oh, so, uh, oh yeah. yeah, that show looks interesting. That's too scary for me. I haven't seen it yet. It's it's it, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I I'm just starting to watch it. It's really interesting. So I just want to shout him out because he he doesn't he, he, he like he was the um, he was in the Wolverine as like one of the like lieutenant bad dudes. Oh. like he always gets like these kind of like low level bad guy parts okay. but I, I'm, I'm really happy that he's getting some lead stuff now I'm real mad at Jimon Hansu is getting older and older while they keep shoving him into those kinds of roles yeah I know. you wasted that man's talent you Hollywood. did uh. yeah he should have been Black Panther. Mm. Oh my God, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Um, so we are running a little over in time. Okay. We had a few more categories, so let's decide which ones we wanted to do out of the ones left. We have comic, music, best con, um, and best news. Is there one out of those that speaks to you more than the others? Con. Mm. The con. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll do best con. Uh, I will shout out uh, Beyonce and the Dixie Chicks' Daddy Lessons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We both had that as we our, both pick. Had that as yeah. thing because I also feel like it's a great middle finger to uh, douchebag dudes mm. who don't like women. To you succeed. know, if you're gonna do it, I'm not gonna be able to stop myself. Yeah. Also, the weekend. Yeah. Uh, he is transforming himself as an artist, and I'm really enjoying watching it happen. And also, I want to shout out Pentatonix because they are this like acapella group that were on, was on this 
you know, acapella show on mm-hmm. on um, NBC a couple years ago, and they now consistently have like top ten hits, and they are going to have a musical special uh, on NBC in a little bit. They did a Jolene and Dolly Parton. Yes, yeah. they are so good. Fantastic, just like really great musicians. Yes. And also, Tribe Called Quest had an album, and yeah. you should go listen to it. Get I listened to it on repeat for like three days straight. Yes. Aww, Get on that track. Awesome. So yes, yeah, so we wanted to shout that out. So apparently, we're mu- do we just we did music? Music. music thing? Yes, music. Uh, <laughs> do you want to shout any music before we go to the last? Uh, Tevaka, uh, oh. they're amazing, um, and they they did the music, some of the music for Moana, and the mm-hmm. the, the best song in Moana is them. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah. Thank oh, you. and Tevaka then Solange also. Oh, yeah, Solange was great. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, can't, we can't not mention Beyonce and Solange. They yeah. had awesome yeah, years. Right. Um, and then, very quickly, to me, the best news of 2016 was Young Justice Season 3. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I can agree to that. Delights. Boom. Delights me. All right, so, best geek con. Look at tomorrow being like, fuck you, Sarah. We could do this. I we believe in us. I can do it. You'll see, like, 45 seconds. Cool. It's cool. Um, so, do we say we wanted to do comics? Yes. Okay. Well, no, con. Oh, the cons. Best cons. Cons. Okay. Um, yeah, I most, what's funny is usually I go to a couple of different California ones, but somehow they all ended up at the Los, Los Angeles Convention Center this year. <laughs> um, so, but I'm going to say Stanley's Los Angeles Comic Con, the con formerly known as Kamikaze, uh, for a vaguely selfish reason. Uh, we had several panels there Yay! that were really nice. You can watch them on YouTube. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a thing, it's a good entryway con for people. Yes. people always want to be like, I want to go to San Diego. And I'm like, no. Let me, let me, <laughs> let me caution you to how it is in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go to a slightly smaller one first and see if you can handle that? Or yeah. even people conned out by the big con. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to enjoy Comic-Con. Yeah, I really would, I agree with you. I could not agree with you yeah, more. Yeah, because it's too much. I, I never, I, did, so I haven't gone to a panel at Comic-Con in uh, probably four years. Mm. Like, I just, it's, I'm just working too much outside of it. But, so yeah, so it's a good, like, you know, smaller con, it's a good starter con for you guys. You can actually, like, go and walk up to the people who are signing and have conversations with them. Um, I took my niece, who is 19 now, and she's on her own volition being a nerd, which is really delightful for me. So, I love it when they do it on their own. Yeah, yeah, because we are, you know. So we like, do what we can. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. It's not like we weren't showing her stuff, but right. now she's, like, act like she watched all the Harry Potter movies Aww, in one week. And, good for her. And she's into Supernatural, so when we were walking by and um, Chuck and... Uh, the trickster were there and she like she walked by but she went and it was Aww. great it's so cute so yeah so we got to talk to a bunch of different people and you get to like buy stuff and you get to actually go to panels yeah so, um, yeah you're oh not walking like a penguin yeah. just no. trying to get through it's just ridiculous yeah. these days um so yeah and then WonderCon was at LA uh, the, the LA Convention Center again this year which is I don't think it will be next year. I think no, they just announced back yeah, in Anaheim. Anaheim. Mm-hmm. so that that will be interesting so maybe that'll be the one next year Hawaii, um, Hawaii Con on the Big yes. Island was absolutely amazing. I to go to that. It's a small con and it's fantastic. The people who run—I mean, of course, it's it's on the it's on it's in Hawaii. Why why don't you want to go to Hawaii? Right, like right. it's on um you know it's on the uh, the Kona side, but it's it's so good and just like the aloha there mm-hmm. is is absolutely amazing and they have a different theme every year. Like this last theme, they were celebrating Star Trek, and then next year it's going to be. Um, uh, I believe uh, Star Wars, so they're hoping to get some of the Star Wars people, and and uh, you know it's gonna be it's gonna be great. But you know you just you go to Hawaii and you get to be a geek and you, you know you right? just love it, and it's just the best of both worlds. Yeah. And if you ever get a chance to go Hawaii Con on the Big Island, 
Well, mahalo for that tip. <laughs> been to Hawaii once. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are my people. Well, I'm from Tahiti, but you know the Polynesian people. Yeah. So yeah, awesome. we're all one big Ohana. Oh, and family. Yes. <laughs> As we love children. I actually made, a, like, when I was in Hawaii, I made a lot of um, Hawaiian people happy by the amount of words that I knew. <laughs> and it was from, like, random places. Like, that was from Lilo and Stitch. And there yeah. were just other things. And I also figured out how to defeat an eel if it bites you. And <laughs> like, they were like, you could become one of us. Just come and stay here. And I was like, oh, your spam is so good. Stop tempting me. Right. Um, but spam was movies. I had to leave. Yeah, luckily, then I ended up moving here in L.A. where I can get Hawaiian food yeah, all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, all the time. It's pretty yeah. great. Um, so for me, that event was EVO. Uh, for anyone not familiar, EVO is the uh, big video game tournament every year. Um, this year, what made it even more amazing was um, the main event was held in Mandalay Bay's event center <clears throat> and was filmed for ESPN. And we had an American get pretty far in the top eight. Um, for, I think it was Street Fighter. I hope I'm not wrong. That would be awkward. I think it was, yeah, everyone only cares about Street Fighter. It was right. Street Fighter. Um, it was Long Island Joe. And his father was in the crowd. Aww. And his father looked like the most American. He looked like the father of America. Oh, my <laughs> like God. Like, the little cut-off sleeves. Oh, no. Like, wearing a hat. And just looking real proud. <laughs> and... He's like crying at the end because you know a, a grown man is in touch with his fucking feelings. Like he's just oh, the best that's dad. The best. Oh, that's so, the best. So like it was so emotional. Um, he didn't even make it that far. Um, you know, it's kind of a thing that like Capcom Cup having an American Grand Finals was a very big deal. Mm. Um, but him making it that far got the whole crowd engaged and hype and USA chants were going around and he was like so. <laughs> generous in his loss and it was just like it was the perfect Aww. story and ESPN ate it up of course um, they did so yeah. it was just cool to feel like you were a part of something so big for something that you've been a part of that's been so small for a long time that the FGC is the smallest of the esports uh, and to see it finally get the kind of recognition I feel such a diverse and awesome community deserves has been amazing so Evo this year was definitely like the coolest shit ever. Aww. Also, I got a lot of play. So, <laughs> when you feel cute, it always makes the con feel a little better. Yeah. And yeah, for San Diego, I dressed in Wonder Woman theme every day, and I was I enjoyed that. I almost put San Diego that. And I got a lot of hugs by large burly men. Of so course was, you did. Yeah. yeah, I got to hang out with Xavier Unbidden. Woods all of Comic-Con. It was really hard not to put Comic-Con on there, but yeah. the rest of Comic-Con was so shitty. <laughs> it was moist and, and hot. Oh, and right. Just like, gross. It was super gross. But then everybody was really cool and like... You know, Seamus hugged me when I was after I interviewed him, and Aww. I was like, "Oh, you're so large." That's awesome. <laughs> Great, very nice white guy. man. Yeah. Shining, very, very pale. Shining like a beacon. Very well dressed man. Uh, in the well, that always helps. Did he have his little nose ring? He did have his little nose ring. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> it like it's funny because it kind of become became camouflage because he had his hair like down, as opposed to like oh. fanned out, and he was like in a suit, so it just was like it didn't seem as like much of a thing. He didn't seem like, like a Celtic warrior. Yeah, like he, just, oh, yeah. he was just like, I'm a very dapper Celtic man. <laughs> that was basically what it was. And I was like, this is a fascinating juxtaposition from what I'm usually used to seeing you. Good. Yeah. So, yes. Xavier Woods was dressed as Garnet. What? <laughs> oh my. I helped make his afro oh square. Oh my god, I love it. I gotta go check out those pictures. Yes. Yes. Very important. Yeah, I interviewed him too. If you, oh, if you guys nice. go to Loot Crate, 
on um, YouTube, yeah, you can you find can, it. You can also see her interview with the Benson sisters who write back her own Girls of Prey. Is that on there? Yeah, oh yeah. I made sure it was Oh, I gotta go get it then. Yeah. It wasn't on there for a while. It's on there now, though. Good. <laughs> it, yeah, I made sure of that. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you gotta crack a whip, guys. Yeah, Life every lesson. once in a while. Um, so yeah, so excellent. That was our... 2016 review. Yay! 2016 was shitty, but not everything. But not not everything. There are yes. a lot of big bummers, but there is always bright spots. Yes. yes. So, uh, thank you so much for coming on the yeah, show. Thank you for having me. Tell people anywhere you would like them to follow you or anything you want them to check out. Uh, you can follow yourself. me on Twitter at, at GKBOS. Instagram uh, is GKBOS. Uh, check out my website, GKBOS.com. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just there's lots of new stuff. Watch Pac-12 networks. Even if you're not a sports fan, you'll like the show. You'll like the stuff on there. <laughs> a little bit harder if you don't have Directv, but yeah, you can find it. You can find the clips. Yeah, on, you can on find it. Yeah. Yes. Now we ask this every time we have a voice actor on. Um, would you be willing to say tune into Woman Up in like a voice, a cool voice? Okay, let me think. Let me think. Um, who should I do? It, you know, I like Lauren Felicia a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Laura Master, I will beat you up if you don't turn into wo- if you don't turn into woman up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and I have to say reaction every time. It's just so cool. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much. Yeah. Be sure to tune in to iTunes, allgames.com. Um, rate us five stars if you listen to us on iTunes. If you have a podcast you want us to rate us, we'll do a rate for a rate, motherfuckers. Just give us five yeah. stars. Yeah. Uh, if you like us on YouTube. Um, be sure to tell your friends to subscribe because, as you all know, we're going through a little name fight with YouTube because oh, no. uh, we're too small to really accurately battle. So help us get big enough to say, YouTube, you're being ridiculous. <laughs> They're like, your name's too long, but you cannot change your name. Uh, but also, you need to add one more letter to your name. But it's too long. What? It's the most annoying thing. So right now, you actually just have to go into the search and type in Woman Up Podcast to find us. But we do pop right up. Yes. Um, and you can follow us at Woman Up Show. You follow me at Sarah the Rebel. You can follow me at Mrs. Tomorrow on your Twitters and your Instagrams. And we'll see you next time. But until then, party down and woman up. Bye, guys. <laughs> 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 <laughs>